The contents of the notebook are for entertainment only. It is not meant to offend or hurt anyone. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, strong language, and is only intended for an audience who's ready for the shit. Okay, there. Story time. Hello and welcome back to the Notebook Podcast. I'm Amy and I'm Nana, and this is our 29th episode. So as you all know, this is usually our single Pringle Mingle episode, but... But because I am currently traveling in Asia and we couldn't really find a time with our single Pringle guest um, before I left, so we decided to do a regular episode and uh, yeah. We will resume our single Pringle in October, mm-hmm. so watch out for that, but yeah, that's... That's that's, that's why we're here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We promised to bring back the single Pringle once I'm back. And uh, thank you, Amy, for editing for a month straight. <laughs> Four months. We were like looking at it. And I'm like, oh, so I'm gonna edit this one, this one, this one, this one, like, this one too. And then I brought her some iced water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Love you. <laughs> so it's been going on with you. I am still living in paradise right now. Right. So it is. Currently September 7th, which means last night I was at a Shawn Mendes concert. <gasps> it, was so it was so much fun. Yeah. It was, oh my God, he's so sexy. I know he's very I, young. I think but- he's so young. Like I can't get, I, whenever you say that, I'm like, <laughs> we're like, like 10 years older than him. No, he's only, he's 21. Ew. We're, we're only six years young, older than him. It's not a lot. Okay. I was only six years when old when we he was were, born. When we were graduating high school, he was in grade seven. Okay? Why do you have to put it like Nasty. That? Why do you have to put Nasty. it like Nasty. That's who what I'm the, saying. Who was the oldest man that you've dated? And how, how much older was he? Oh, he was like nine years older. Exactly. But it didn't in last long. It lasted face. three months. It's okay. I don't. I, he was listening to cassettes and I was already on to MP3s. So <laughs> it didn't work. You were talking to me as if like me and Sean are in a relationship well, or something. Like, <laughs> no, well, I know. It's not yeah. going <laughs> to I I love him, I but <laughs> I'm a very realistic person. <laughs> Thank you very much. But besides his sexiness and absolutely hotness, he is a very, very, very good musician and very good performer. Like <gasps> I heard that Camilla was there yeah! too. Yeah, I called it though. I so you think knew. they're actually dating? It's yeah. not like a publicity stuff? Yeah, they've mm. been like best friends for years Have now. they? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. This is their second collab. The first collab was um, I Know What You Did Last Summer, like two years ago. And that was What's the first that? time they oh. – they, yeah, they collabed together, and it was really hot already. And people were like, oh, they're dating, they're dating. And, like, and they were like, no, he friend-zoned me. No, she friend-zoned me. And then now they're zoning each other. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> but yeah. New lingo. Yeah. Heard it first here on the notebook. Ta-da! So. It was really good. Okay. Yeah. I went with my friend, and like, well, he was singing, and he did all this like high note Screams oh really almost. so he actually like sings well he's a very good singer Interesting. he sings better life than in recording really yeah and like he did all this fancy smancy things and then i looked at him like damn i knew he could sing and know he could sing like that hot hot damn like i was yeah, yeah. just sweating all over yeah. the place <laughs> anyway i know it was kind of gross <laughs> yeah yeah grade seven and grade 12 think about that it's okay it's <laughs> grade eight and grade three it's okay I <laughs> I have to post that face that you just made. You made your mouth look like a butthole. <laughs> I don't know how you did that. <laughs> but yeah, <sighs> I'm still living in fantasy that. And in the middle of a concert, Lehman texted me because he was out with his boys. He's like, I'm going to go drink with my boys while you go fantasize over yeah. Shawn Mendes. <laughs> he sent me a text. He's like, how's the concert? I'm like, it's great. And he's like, save me some love. <laughs> oh, my Uh, where were you guys sitting we were sitting in the 200 so i bought the tickets back in february during pre-sale holy crap yeah i am part of that mendez army so i know what deal they're going down so i got my tickets very very early and got my tickets for like 50 percent of what they're being really yeah in september so it was worth it yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. yeah. That's good. Highly recommend going to see Shawn Mendes' concert. He's a very good performer, and it was a very good production. Mm. Kind of wish that we 
like they would have the the stage in the middle of the stadium because it's at Rogers, right? It's it's a dome. Oh, I see. Yeah. But they had the stage on one end, so it's kind of hard to see. Oh, yeah, but, makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, if the stage was in the middle, it would have been even better. Oh, but it's so cool. Yeah. Did they have like fire and stuff? They had confetti in the end. Cool. Yeah. Cool. cool. It was really cool. Ah, cool, cool. So dreamy. So now my uh, screensaver is Shawn Mendes. Yeah. So is my iWatch screensaver in wallpaper. I don't have a problem, Amy. I'm okay. <laughs> God. So sexy. Good, good for you, though. You know what? Embrace it. Embrace yes. the cougarness. Yes, yes. I'm on that list. Yeah. So what's new with you? Um, I'm really boring, but um, Kevin's been gone for a week. Because he's doing his rotations yeah. all across the country, basically. So uh-huh. he's been in Port Perry, which isn't too far away. It's like an hour away. But he's doing, um, like, those rural medicine. So they don't really have a lot of doctors out there. So basically, if you're family medicine, you also deliver babies. And you also do emergency sometimes. Whoa. And so, yeah, he's doing all that. So then on the weekends, he also has to work. <gasps> But he came home to surprise me yesterday, and so Aww. that was really nice. Yeah, oh, that so was that a was surprise. Good. Yeah, because I had no clue. That's why I was like, "Oh, that was so sweet." Yeah, and I was like, I was cleaning the floors, and I was like, "I'm a single mother. <laughs> this is so hard I have to take care of the home and my child." <laughs> By child, she means Charlie. Charlie, <laughs> FYI, the new listeners that doesn't know about I'm that. I'm like, oh, my life is so hard. And then he came home, and I was really happy. So it was really nice. <laughs> Um, <laughs> did you cry? No. You heartless bitch. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but we got food and then Aww. we watched movies all night. And then this morning we hung out and we I made breakfast and then it was good. And then he left um, and he's going to be gone for another week. But then he's back for another two weeks and then he's off again. Jesus. So. Yep. It's going to be Holy crazy. And this is crap. just the start of it. So, Welcome to your new life, babe. Welcome to single motherhood. <laughs> It's tough, man. It's tough out here. So I assume you guys won't be having a kid anytime soon. No, I still want like another dog, but um, you know I'm here to dog yeah. <laughs> anytime. <laughs> I'm here for you. <laughs> so I had to leave. Like Kevin and I are, are leaving for a weekish because he's in Hamilton, and then I'm gonna be in Vancouver or Manitoba or Alberta. I don't know. Who knows? Going somewhere. <laughs> um, and then I was like, Hey, Nana. She's like, yes. I'm like, you don't even know what I'm saying. She's like, we already talked about this. It's yes. I'm like, okay, Charlie's coming for a week. She's like, I know. No undetermined date for when you pick him up. I'm like, no, there's a determined date. She's like, no, we'll talk about yeah. it. <laughs> it's cool. <We> discuss. <laughs> TBD. Yeah. But he actually really loves staying with Nana. Like, I realized because I left him with um, one of our other friends this week. I hope he's not listening. <laughs> but... Um, the whole time he's like, why does he keep sitting by the door? Aww. Why is he crying? Aww. Like, why, what is he doing? Why does he look so stressed? I'm like, you but, suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he loves now. As soon as we bring him here, he's like gone. I'm like, yeah. okay, okay, bye. bye. <laughs> and he's literally gone. I'm like, okay, I'll see you in a week. He's like, chirp, chirp. I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> I'll miss you. Yeah. Chirp, chirp, chirp. <laughs> he's just gone. I'm like, all right. Because I let him do... Well, I play with him a lot. Yes, then when he comes home after Nana's, he <laughs> unlearns all of the rules that he's learned with us, and he thinks he can be an asshole, so, but... Yeah, I'm the fun aunt that disrupts all discipline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I play with him so much that, like, Lehman says, this is why we can't have a dog, because whenever Charlie's here, nothing gets done in this house. <laughs> you just sit on the floor and roll around with him for three hours straight, and then we go eat, or come back, you're on the floor again with the dog. <laughs> probably unhealthy but it's okay he's so cute yeah he loves it he's so cute yeah and then after that he's going to school he's going to high school secondary school and <laughs> yeah we're pretty excited about that so and then two days at my house it's done yeah it's over so, <laughs> but, <laughs> so maybe you should come to school with us oh yeah true yeah true hmm. cool yeah we'll cool. think about this okay anyways okay. What do you have uh, for us today, Amy? Uh, I have three horror stories. They're pretty funny, so I'm excited. Mm. Yeah. What about you? I have two horror stories and a good story, and it's a really, really, really sweet love story that may be familiar to a lot of people out there, but 
It's still a really cute story, regardless. So, I'm excited to tell the stories. Shall we get started? Yeah, let's do it. So, this is my first story, and it's shared by DuckFluff101. Cool, 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 cool. And we're going to call her Sandy. So, um, Sandy says... About three weeks ago, I began preparations to get a nice gift for my boyfriend, who I'll call Ray, Mm -hmm. to celebrate four years of dating. We live in a terribly humid place, and all summer he's been complaining about how sweaty his ass and balls get whenever he's outside. (laughs) He's been buying the same... Do you want to finish your water? (laughs) I almost spat out my water on my screen, man. (laughs) Sorry. Um, She goes, he's been buying the same brand of cotton boxer briefs since we started dating, I thought it might be a nice homage to our great relationship, a great way to take care of the butt I get to squeeze on the regular, to splurge on a male subscription service to some silky micromodal underwear. They are pricey, but known for being wicking, cooling, and overall very nice on the buns and balls. (laughs) I ordered the first pair to present to him on the day of and set up for the pair to be delivered monthly thereafter. I used his email on the sign-up so that I could simply pass on the account to him after the first pair came in, and that way he'd have full power to pick his color, style every month, and easily return it if there were any unexpected problems. Mm. One small problem, the receipt for this whole transaction was now resting in his email where he could find it and spoil my surprise. Oh, man. So I sneakily hacked into his computer while he was out, by which means I just entered the password he shared with me because he foolishly trusted me not to wreck his shit. Oh, and I opened up his email. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I simply archived the existing emails and set it up so that future emails from the company would be auto-marked as read and archived as well. I know how to do this because I'm a brilliant hacker, a.k.a. I Googled it. <laughs> While carefully double-checking my devious work just to ensure nothing slipped through the cracks, a new email pinged on arrival and caught my attention. Oof. A shipping confirmation for an engagement ring. (gasps) I immediately noped off his computer. And of course, I didn't open the email, but the damage was done. Secrets out. My heart fell right through my butt, you guys. Oh, no. (laughs) I actually died. And now I'm a ghost writing this. (laughs) I probably should have pretended I never saw that and taken the secret to my grave, but I was too pumped and couldn't keep it in. Within the hour, I broke down and called Ray to sheepishly confess what I had done. He wasn't angry, but very disappointed that I spoiled the surprise. Here's the kicker. He hadn't actually proposed yet and still intends to make a thing out of it. My punishment for snooping is that the suspense is killing me. (laughs) I've been forbidden from telling anyone that we're getting engaged until it's official. Every time we go out, the suspense that this may be the night drives me crazy. (laughs) A romantic date at the beach the other evening ended with me saying, damn, I thought for sure we were getting engaged. (laughs) And then he said, why would you think that I'm going to propose to you? That sounds like something you wouldn't know about because I'd keep it secret in my personal email. (laughs) Oh my God. So now he started intermittently faking me up. The other day, he walked into the kitchen and presented me with a little unhinged box, which turned out to contain a tie pin from work. Wow. He keeps getting down on one knee, looking up at me and saying, gotta tie the shoe. (laughs) (laughs) The emotional stress of keeping this exciting secret within me, not sharing it with coworkers or family or anyone is maddening. Every false start sends my heart right back into my butt. (laughs) One more thing. I somehow fucked up the email settings and the shipping confirmation for the underwear didn't get archived on arrival and he saw it within a few hours. So that surprise got spoiled too. Turns out I'm not a master hacker and my attempts have only brought woe into this house. I guess it's not all bad. He reports that the pair of boxer briefs that arrived are very nice to wear and I do indeed enjoy squeezing his buns in them. (sighs) If we do, however, get married, it'll be nice to be hitched to a guy with sweet silky buns and balls. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i would die oh my god it's it's i don't know how i feel about this story it's not really a horror it's story not, but, but it's horrifying but also very sweet at the same it time it is so sweet and i think it's really cute that he keeps making jokes about it to like yeah kind of poke fun at her for what she did yeah but i would die like <laughs> i'm the type of person if you say i gotta tell you something i'll tell you later and then you leave i literally i'll, I'll hunt you down like pin you down onto the floor until you tell me. Hey, me, I have to tell you something. No, stop! Don't do that. <laughs> I, have I hate. Why do people do that? They're I like, have to tell you I have something so important to tell you, and I'm like, what is it? And it's like, I can't tell you right now. I'll tell hey, you me. later. Seriously, I have something to tell you. Okay, what is it? I'm telling you next week. I'm though. gonna kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna kick your ass. 
<laughs> I know, but like, I love, I love how her boyfriend. I know, just played along yeah. with it. Yeah, it is so sweet. Yeah, I think yeah. that's so cute. It just it shows so like funny. how strong their relationship too is. Yeah, because I could have gone really badly. Yeah, he's like, why are you snooping in my? Yeah, I could have. I, I thought that he was gonna order the the engagement ring and propose to someone else. That's where my mind <gasps> oh, where it went. Like it was an actual horror. Yeah, horror. we gotta keep it light sometimes. I think once in a while. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, well, oh thank you so much for sharing. That was really funny. And I hope that the proposal is everything that you hope for. Yeah, now he kind of like put the standard up for himself. He has to do something super extraordinary to top everything off now. I guess that's true because right? like she's actually expecting something super. Even yeah. a romantic night on the beach wasn't. Right? Okay. Either that or he's just going to like wake up one day and throw like, the ring here. at her. Yeah. Put it on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> This is what you get. You already know what it looks like. You've seen it. (laughs) Well, thank you for sharing the story. Okay, now it's my turn to share my first story. And this story comes from a user named Flower Skirfuffle. Mm. I'm going to call her Fiona. What the (laughs) hell? (laughs) Uh, So Fiona says, I went through a phase of going on many, many dates when I was uh, newly single and developed a tactic of only meeting people I really connected with. I'm going to call this guy Joe. And she says, I don't actually remember his name. It was like a year or, or so ago. So I'm just going to call him Joe. You unremarkable. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Fiona says, I was very attracted to him. He's not my usual type. He was a pretty boy who worked as a barber and had wonderful fashion sense. So when I first arrived at this bar, he looked so gorgeous. He was a gentleman and uh, he bought us two gins. As far as dates go, it was one of the best I've been on for a long time. We really had a connection, and that was until probably four hours later, he suggested going back to his place to listen to some music and have a snack. And she says, I thought this... Was she the snack? I... (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Um, She's like, I thought this was really sweet. It seemed really casual, and I liked stuff like that. First of all, First day and you've already talked for four hours yeah, and you want to continue long, it. Yeah, that's, that's a good date. Yeah, right? it's yeah. A, a good date, but like the thought of trying to impress someone for four hours is fucking exhausting. But then, haven't you been on those dates where you just it just goes and you're yeah. like, holy crap, it's been four hours. That's and, true. Yeah. I once sat at a, sat at a restaurant for four hours with some dude. Yeah, and we just talked nonstop. At the end of the date, I lost my voice because we talked so much. Wow. Yeah. Didn't work. Didn't work. Out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, Fiona says it was a five or so minute walk from his place. We lived two streets apart right next to the bar. So he walked with his arm around my shoulders, holding me unnecessarily tight. Mm. I had to kind of subtly move his arm away because it was getting too uncomfortable. And I'm not a touchy-feely kind of person, so it was altogether too much. During the walk, he announced that he lived with his dad. And uh, he couldn't wait for me to meet him, apparently, first date. And Fiona says, I literally had no idea what to say or do. We were so close to his place and I felt awful for just saying, hey, how about no, I'm just going to (laughs) go. So I just went along with it. The dad situation wasn't that bad. He simply said hello and left us to the living room kitchen on our own, which I appreciated. Well, I guess it's kind of nice. Oh my God, that's so weird though. I know. Asian parents will never just say hi and leave you guys alone. Hell no. They'll sit there and watch. What you guys What you guys up to, huh? Keep the door cracked. What, what At least a foot open. Momo 27th. So? No, yeah. My roof. No, my yeah. rules. My house. Do you want me to make you food? <laughs> I insist. Come and sit with me. Do you want some Let's Chinese talk. food? <laughs> Tell me about your intentions with my yeah. daughter. Yeah. How much money do you have? Oh, God. <laughs> when, when, what about when children? When? Yeah. It's like, you can, I literally met this guy four hours ago. You can, so? <laughs> you can only close the door if you're going to make me grandchildren. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Jokes parents. at our parents' expense. Love it. Yeah. Anyway, Fiona says, everything was normal. Everything was good. And that was until we sat on the couch and Joe put on some music as promised. And then he got his phone out, started telling me about this app that he used all the time where you can live video chat total strangers. 
So he suggested that we go on it, and I thought that he just this wanted like to Russian roulette. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. He. I thought that he just wanted to show me how the app works, and we're gonna have a little laugh and be done with it. But no. He began video chatting with someone, and the first thing he asks is, "Hey, do you think I look gay?" What? <laughs> and the first person says yes. <laughs> The second person says yes, and turns out every person he asked that question to said yes. Wow. Yeah. So he did this with every single person. The first question he asked was, "Do you think I look gay?" Then when the people say yes, he would show me on camera and say, "That's my girlfriend," and then proceed to skip to the next one. So he kept doing this many, many, many times. And she didn't have any input. No,、nope. okay. she just sat there. Basically, was a prop to his little、What、online video、fuck? chatting game that he、right. was playing by himself. So Fiona says, "I was very uncomfortable this whole time. I even told him that I didn't want to be on camera, but he continued anyways." Interesting. Yep. And if you thought that that was bad,、mm-hmm. at one point he matched with a black man, and he proceeded to call him the N word. <gasps> With a hard R at the end. Yep, and yeah, my date was white, so it was in no way okay. Okay, so Fiona says I held my tongue before, but at that point, I remember saying, "Hey, don't fucking say that." And clearly, this guy was a total homophobe and racist. And honestly, I don't know why I stayed when he told me he needed to clean his kitchen after like an hour and a half of video chatting strangers. <laughs> Oh my god! And like being homophobic and racist. I don't understand how you could spend four hours and it's like such a great conversation,、right? and then see this whole new side of yeah, just went to shit. Like it was so、wow. promising,、yeah. and then because of one stupid interaction with the phone, and it's just all gone to shit. So Fiona says, "Let me just say, by the time he was done, the kitchen was spotless, and he took his sweet ass time." Eventually, I got fed up, and I told him that I was leaving, and we never spoke again after that. And she says it just blows my mind how he wasn't reading my body language at all, and I was silent the whole time while he was just video chatting and pranking random people. I think that he was a total narcissist. Now that I'm different, that I would never sit through and let that happen again. Yeah. Okay, but also,、um, you have a girl in your house, and you decide to clean your kitchen. Yeah, and also this was probably late at night because didn't they go out for dinner for four hours? So they went out for dinner for four hours. So I'm guessing they got home at like maybe ten or eleven. Yeah, and then they he, were on the computer for until like twelveish, and then、yeah. he decided to clean his kitchen while this girl that he was on a date with was just sitting on the couch waiting for him and watching him clean. Maybe he is gay. Maybe. Yeah. Fucked up. Very fucked up. Yeah, like I. Need to figure his shit out, man.、There's、so many things to figure out, man.、That's、well,、so、weird. I'm glad that you got out of there fine. <laughs> yeah, horrible experience, but yeah. Thanks for sharing your story. <laughs> okay, this is my second story.、Mm-hmm. So this was shared by Marcella Seven Ten, and I'm gonna name her Marcella because oh、yeah. wow, creative, so creative. <laughs> so. Marcella is currently living with her boyfriend Craig,、mm-hmm. his mom and younger brother, in a small apartment with one bathroom that they all have to share. Right. So Craig goes into the shower that morning and comes out after turning it on and goes, "Babe, did you shower this morning?" And Marcella was sitting on the bed thinking, "No, I've been sitting here waiting for you to finish showering. I have not showered this morning." Okay. And Craig said, "Well." You left your toy in here, and that's when Marcella's heart dropped. And then Craig goes, "How long has this been in here? My mom and my brother have both showered this morning." Oh, Marcella's sitting there thinking, "Oh my god! Oh, my giant pink vibrator dildo have been sitting in the shower from the night before because she didn't put it back after her shower for her boyfriend's whole family to see." Oh fuck. Oh fuck! So her boyfriend's kind of pissed because he's like, "How am I gonna explain this to my mom and my little brother?" Oh no! He's like twelve. Oh no! And he slammed the door to the bathroom and went and showered. And his mom and brother haven't said anything either. They just pushed her dildo to the side of the <gasps> shower. <laughs> 
and showered with it, staring at them in the corner. And these things are not ambiguous at all. Right? They're, They're literally, it's like a dick. It's got like veins and, and shit. Probably fluorescent. And yeah, like, why is it always like the brightest colors? I don't know. So Marcel is distraught, doesn't know how she's going to face them. And she lives with them. So she left for the day and she was hoping that when they came back, no one would say anything. And thankfully, that's what happened. So the family came home. They had dinner that evening. Nothing happened. Marcella talked to Craig's mom. She didn't mention anything. Just talked to her about her day and about work. So nothing awkward or weird happened. Everyone just kind of knows that this happened, but didn't really mention anything. But it's still so awkward because you're like, I know that you saw it. You also moved it. Oh, my God. (laughs) To the corner. That little, little brother definitely played with it or at least was curious curious enough enough to press a button and then (laughs) what is this thing oh my god so this kind of happened to me not like with my boyfriend's family i know okay so i went to the stag shop and like i walked it's like ridiculous in there there are like all these crazy things in there and like i just i didn't know what i was doing and the lady recommended me this fluorescent pink dildo and i was like okay how do you even recommend a sex toy like it's they're actually really good because they're like okay what what do you what do you like like have you tried vibrations i'm like no and she's like okay so we want something a little lighter so this one has multi-mode i don't know she's literally went off and on and on and she's recommending yeah she knew her shit um and like yeah, I'm sure people go in there for recommendations all the time. But anyways, as like a first person going into the stag shop, I was like, what the fuck is all this? <laughs> and so she gave me this like bright pink dildo. It was like pretty average, like yeah. four inches, but it had all the veins and shit on it. Um, yeah. yeah, and it had the vibrator setting. So it was, it looked like a dick, right? right? But like a pink dick. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> I was moving back home from university. So I moved back to my mom's place. Mm-hmm. And I had to hide it because I wanted to keep it. And so I hid it in my nail polishes, <gasps> like in the bag full of nail polishes. And I was like, okay, then it's just a bag of nail polishes. You know, I could just stuff it under my bathroom counter right. and then just leave it there. And um, I was sitting at the dining table doing homework. And my mom comes downstairs and she goes, oh, Amy, like, I took the liberty to organize all your stuff. So I put all your – I bought this uh, – nail polish tray from china so i put all of your nail polishes out and then i found your neck massager yeah no i was like oh my god like what and i turned around and like she had wrapped it nicely in like a paper towel so it was concealed and she's like yeah your neck massager i tried it it feels good like where did you get it from and i was like Oh, I think I got it from the CNE, like the the fair. Uh, I don't know. And then she like gives it to me. It's wrapped in this paper towel, and I put it on the table. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll put it away somewhere else. And she's like, yes, it's good brand. Let me know if you like if they still sell. I'm like, okay, yeah, you can use it sometimes if you want to. Oh my god. And then I was just sitting there, left it on the table, and I didn't open the paper towel for the longest time. And then I went upstairs opened it and yeah it was my fucking bright pink fluorescent dildo oh my god that looked like a dick why the fuck would you <laughs> think it's a neck massager <laughs> yeah so my mom has used my vibrator oh my god on her neck yeah oh god ew i hope you wash it after ever use i don't know i was pretty nasty back oh then, so. god amy how come I've never heard of the story before? That's too good. Yeah, I don't know. I thought I told... No. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. But it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I'm like, I can see very vividly your mom standing in, in her so kitchen. Naive, yeah, right? Like, in her in <laughs> your living room where the dining room, yeah. dining table is. And she's holding it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Nick, massage is okay. Yeah. <laughs> As soon as she said, I organized your nail polishes, I was like, Oh, no. (laughs) And then, um, so one of my friends, too. So when we went to the stag shop together, I bought this nice, small pink dildo. Right. She buys this huge, like, 10-inch, spiky dildo. Yeah. I don't know. She was just experimenting, I guess. It had, like, this spike ball at the top, spikes all around. Ew, like a mascara one? She said she never... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She said she never really used it. But anyways... 
she like hid it in her closet because she didn't want her parents to see either. Does it fit in her closet? Yeah, yeah, it does. It does, it does in the little corner there. And then, um, her dad oh sometimes cleans her closet. Oh Jesus! Because she had like some stuff in there, and he came out. He's like, "Well, I organized your closet for you." And she went downstairs. She's like, "Look, all her vibrators are nicely placed and organized <laughs> on her cabinet." She's like. <laughs> including her big ass spiky one. But you know, at least he was nice enough to organize it. It's just like, hold on, what the fuck? How old was she when this happened? Uh, probably like twenty. Yeah, twenty. Yeah. Oh my god. Right. I would, I would die if my dad found any of my sex toys. Like he was just like, we, we organized. And he organized them. He touched them. He probably like found them, and he's like, I should stop. <laughs> right. <laughs> But he organized it. Yeah. I wonder what what was Small going through big. his mind. <laughs> was Small it by size big. or color? It was by or... size. It was by size. <laughs> Holy oh, shit! Very sweet of him. But yeah, if you if you are a father listening to this, don't organize your daughter's dildos. Yeah, just walk away and pretend nothing happened. Yeah, I feel like for parents out there, when your daughter reaches a certain age, you should probably don't clean her stuff. Just don't touch her just shit. Don't touch her shit. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because there are th- boys too. Your son too. Probably there are things hidden in many yeah. drawers yeah. that you don't want to see. Crusty. So, ew. Yeah. <laughs> like hard socks. Who knows? <laughs> Anyways. I wonder. I wonder if he was when he was cleaning all these dildos and organizing it. He was thinking in his head, "Damn, my daughter, freaky, yeah. <laughs> spiky dildo. Come on." He's like, "Fuck, who's she gonna date next?" <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking alien. Who uh, anyways, thank you so much for sharing, Marcella. Thank you, Amy, for sharing your story. That's wonderful. <laughs> that was wonderful. All right. So my second story comes from person called doll steak so i'm gonna call her dolly okay why not and she says this happened about five years ago i had just moved to a new country and thought that i would make a plenty of fish account to meet some new people this was my first online dating experience and uh i missed many many obvious red flags which we will get into now so she says he was one of the first guys that I started chatting with and over text we seemed to have a great connection. So after a week or so of small talk we decided to meet up. And before we met he insisted of me sending him a photo to confirm that the pictures uh, that I had on my profile were recent and accurate. Hmm. But she says I was working um, and I, I had a very extremely vintage phone she called it. So I'm guessing like a flip phone. Oh yeah. Um, so I wasn't able to take or send photos, but I had a lot of photos on my profile, like with my full body, different angles, dressed up, then casual, etc. So I explained that they were recent and they were pretty accurate. So he was like, fine, accepted this. And uh, I still had to answer a range of really weird questions. That's so weird. Yeah, like he asked about my height, my weight, my age, mm. after they've set up a date and right before they were about to meet. Like... If you wanted to know this, this should have been a conversation you had before you decided to meet up. I had a friend who was pretty smart with this, so he would ask for a spoon pic. What? So, like, he would ask people to, like, his dates to take a picture of them with a spoon. Because then it's, because you obviously probably don't have a picture with a spoon laying around in your album, so it has to be recent and updated. And so it just kind of... Just in case there's like a catfish. That is so weird. <laughs> but it was, it was useful. I think um, for a lot of the pictures, because uh, so either he realized that there were the pictures were really old, or it's not the same person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Would you do it if somebody asked you to take a photo of the spoon? I did. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I would be like, You're, you've got some weird ass spoon fetish. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Well, I learned something new today. Yeah. Anyway, Dolly says, um, all of this didn't really seem to be an issue for me because I was new to this scene. I thought that this might be something normal that people do. Yeah. I don't know. And also, he told me that he had recently been catfished by a woman right. who used older photos on her profile, profile. So I thought maybe he's shaded and wanted a confirmation. Of course, yeah. 
So whatever, we still decided to go on a date, and I actually asked him to meet me at my house, which was Mm-mm. very stupid. Not that I know. Not good. Yeah, we'll learn that Dolly has learned many lessons from this date. Cool. Anyway, and she writes, the second I opened the door to his car, I was hit with a rank smell. But because I'm an idiot, I hope that it was his car and not him. Uh, the car was pretty old and had a lot of trash in it. The second thing I noticed is that he's about a hundred pounds heavier than he, in his photos. So he's catfishing, not her. Yeah. So he's catfishing her, yet he has the guts to ask her for recent photos to, I guess, prove that she wasn't catfishing him. Interesting. Yep. And then while he was driving, he asked me if he looked like his photos, and. So I say yes because what the fuck else am I supposed to say? Well, I'm in a car and he's driving. <laughs> and then I say, so I say yes, and he replies, "Oh, most women say I look heavier than my photos." No shit, mate. A <laughs> hundred pounds. Yeah, hundred pounds is a lot, man. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, he was definitely using older photos. And uh, anyways, she just brushed it off, and she said when he asked me where we should go, I just su- suggested that we find a local bar. In the main street, so we can go somewhere public.、Um, the whole drive, he was complaining about his boss, who he would call a bitch and a cunt. And she says, "I'm an Aussie, so this language isn't really putting me off." And、uh, but the aggressive way that he was speaking about her made me really uncomfortable. So we found a bar, and it was about ten minutes about where I was staying. So we get a booth. And I realized the smell is still very much present, and it was indescribable. Not only did he not shower before the date, I don't think he had showered that week or had ever really properly cleaned himself. Ew. Yeah. So I grabbed a menu, and he tells me that he has already eaten. So I order a bowl of chips, and she says, "Being Aussie, I was expecting something different, but this is not his fault." He ate before dinner. Yeah, he ate before their date. Okay. So he orders a beer as well, and he continues to ex- complain about work. He's the only one who does anything. Blah 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 blah. And it was a very one-sided conversation this entire time, and I was bored with this. So I started downing beers like no tomorrow. After I'm about three beers in, he moves over to my side of the booth and gets really handsy. And she says the hands and the smell was just too much. So I call it a night. You imagine going on a date with somebody who smelled so bad that you can't stand sitting beside them. That's like one of my like my biggest pet peeves is if they、yeah. have really bad breath or if they smell. Yeah, but this was so bad that like the moment she opened the car door, she smelled it. I would have politely declined. Just cl- slowly closed、yeah. the door while making eye、Roll、contact.、Yeah. Oh God, no. So because he picked her up, he also has to drop her back off. No, I would take him over. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So when he dropped her off, he they got to their place, and he actually goes in for a kiss. And、uh, good thing Dolly managed to duck and kind of just jumped out of the car and just got the fuck out of there. Yeah. So he messaged her that night, and the message was something along the lines of, "Um, I would love to see more of that sexy body. Hopefully next time you will let me have some fun." It's just like the grossest thing. You can receive in a text. Hopefully, you can let me have some fun. Fuck right off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Dolly replied saying it was nice to meet him, but I didn't feel a connection at all. But the reply from him was much less graceful, saying that I was a fat, ugly old、oh! slut in a lot more words. So Dolly ignored his text and scrubbed herself clean the shower. Oh God! <laughs> But she felt like she still couldn't get rid of that、oh, smell. Had, yeah, like someone nose, that、yeah. has like really bad bo, and you sit beside them, and it actually stays、transfers. on your body. Yeah, yeah it transfers because <gasps> like your your clothes. Even yes, it's on your clothes. Clings、yeah. onto smells, <gasps> right? Yeah, it's it's disgusting. Anyway, so she went to bed, and the following week she would. Consistently receive lengthy texts from him, either making excuses for his rude texts, saying like, "Oh, I have, I have had a bad week," or "My mom is sick," etc.,、um, that I should give him another chance, or he's telling her that she is a fat, ugly cocktease. Yeah, 
So Dolly went ahead and blocked his number and thankfully never heard from him again. What a winner. Yeah. And then she writes at the very end, says, So how many red flags did I miss? (laughs) (laughs) Way too many. That's how many. It's always like so shit when you first enter the online dating world. Yeah. Especially, I feel like now it's even harder. Like if I know a couple of my friends that have never online dated before Mm -hmm. and it's such a shock to them what the what it's like yeah it's yeah yeah. when I first joined online dating the online dating community I think I was 20 it was after a very long-term relationship and I had no idea what I was doing yeah like I'm not I think I've said this before I'm not great at dates but I'm good at better at relationships yeah so first dates are very very awkward for me and I'm very anxious about them all and Talking to strangers online is like a whole new level right. of weirdness for me. Right, I was not right. very good at it. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that story. And uh, just so you know, you missed about 1,563 red flags. Yep. Yep. That's it. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not too much. Nope. All right. Thank you. This is my last story. So this one was shared by someone uh, with a user, Banana Splits. I can do a split. Can you actually? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. Okay. Um, I also like bananas. Okay. I'll shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is kind of gross. So. um, Yay. Yeah. uh, Yeah. So it starts off with her saying. I'm not a huge fan of anal sex. Oh, okay. okay. This is where it's going. Okay, everybody? Oh, that kind of gross. Got it. Disclaimer. Mm. Anyways, and she goes, my boyfriend likes it, so we do it every once in a while because I like him. <laughs> Good reason. I guess. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Monday was my birthday, and he made it a really lovely special day for me. I know he didn't expect anything in return, but I wanted to do something nice as a thank you. I planned on being dressed all sexy and having my butt plug in when he got home from work on Tuesday. Oh, boy. So about an hour before he was supposed to be home, I texted him, I have a surprise for you, and started getting myself ready. So I pooped, took a shower, put on some sexy underwear, I got some lube, and started loosening things up preparing for the butt plug. (laughs) I didn't know you had to do that before butt sex. How do you even loosen up your butt? Like you put in the butt. Like you just... Stretch it. Stretch it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> With a finger and the butt oh. plug, I guess. I didn't know you had to actually mm. prepare for anal, like, with I, a butt plug. I, I, I'm not very experienced yeah, in same. this field, so. But I, this is interesting. I guess we're learning new things. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, so she's preparing with the butt plug. Okay. okay, cool. She says, for some reason, I decided to pull it back out once and put it back in since it had been a while, and I wanted to make sure that it was ready. It referring to her butthole. <laughs> I'm scared. I feel like I know where this is going. <laughs> when I pulled it out, I felt some lube leaking out, and I didn't really think anything of it until it started smelling like poop. <sighs> I still don't really know what happened, but for some reason, my butt just started leaking poop. It got all over me, the bed, the mattress cover, and the carpet. So I stripped the bed hopped into the shower to rinse off, and my boyfriend came home to a bare mattress and me cleaning up poop from the carpet. Worst surprise ever. (laughs) (laughs) That is so disgusting. Yeah. Can you imagine? You're coming home from work expecting some, like, sexy surprise from your girlfriend. Yeah, she probably, like, yeah. wings and like yeah yeah, yeah. like maybe like sent a little nude or something right? and oh god and you come home your girlfriend is scrubbing, scrubbing shit, shit. <laughs> this is why i'm scared to do anal because of all these poop stories yeah but i know some people who love it i don't <laughs> you don't no most of your friends don't like it well if we don't talk have, about oh you okay yeah a lot of my friends are like they do it religious they even have like butt stuff for themselves like for masturbate? to masturbate i don't understand that. i don't i don't i don't either maybe but. it's one of those things that you have to try and like to experience yeah i think i've read and heard too many poop stories yeah i've to to. told too many yeah. stories yeah so one if one of these days we're talking positively about anal you'll know that one of us has experienced yeah <laughs> grow with us yes ew well, great. Thanks for sharing. Thank you for I, sharing. I hope that your carpet didn't get stained. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. Yep. Gross. That's why you get hardwood. Disgusting. Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay, moving on. All right. Finally, a time for a good story. Yay! I wish you told that poop story earlier so, like, the poop story and this good story won't touch. Ugh. Is that weird? <laughs> no, like, I, I don't I want the stories it. to touch. It's like, you know, when your foods kind of, like, those people that don't like their foods touching? Yeah. I don't want the stories like, to touch. Yeah. It's gross. Ugh. Anyway, we have Anyways. to cleanse our palates a little, a little bit. <laughs> okay, so this is actually a an article where I guess not really news, an article from ABC News. Mm-hmm. And they start saying the movie, the, no- the notebook, I almost said the notebook. Oh, <laughs> the movie, the notebook became an instant hit in 2004 when it played out in real time, the romantic tale, an old elderly man played by James Garner told to a fellow nursing home resident played by Jenna Rollins of a young couple falling in love in the 1940s. Across the pond, And long before the movie's premiere, a man in England has been living a real-life version of this movie, reading the diaries he had kept for decades to his wife, who is suffering from dementia. Yep. This man is Jack Potter, a 91-year-old from Rochester, Kent, England, who has been married to his wife, Phyllis, who is 93 years old, for 70 years. Wow. Yep. The couple, who have no children, married on February 20th, 1943, and lived together at their home in Rochester for more than 50 years, until in 2007, when Phyllis's health forced her to move into a nearby nursing home. Ever since, Potter has been visiting his wife daily at the home, which is called Copper Beaches, and reading to her from the diaries he has kept since 1938, when his father first gave him his diary for christmas damn yep so the potters met at a dance hall in 1941 just a few years after jack potter joined the army according to potter's diary entry at the time and his recollection today um he says that it was a life-changing moment their meeting was love at first sight for sure yeah and it says it was a very nice evening i danced with a very nice girl i hope i meet her again this is Jack reading from his diary entry from October 4th, 1941. And less than two years later, the Potters were married. And this year, in celebration of their 70th anniversary, the couple were fed a celebration at Copper Beaches and actually received a congratulatory telegram from the Queen Elizabeth herself. Wow. Yeah. Um, and this is Suzanne Oates, who is a home manager at Copper Beach. He, she told ABC News, she, she says, Phyllis means everything to Jack. He says that there's no boss in their relationship. Everything was equal this entire 70 years together. Potter says that his life was aware that he kept detailed diaries throughout their marriage, but she never really paid particular interest to his habit. But now the diary serves as a remaining tie between the pair. When Jack visits Phyllis, he either talks to her about their long life together or remember particular holidays with the help of the diaries. Phyllis still recognizes Jack despite, despite the dementia. She would pat his leg when he reads to her and often smiles. Aww. It was so sweet. Phyllis is very affectionate towards Jack and reaches out her, her arms to hug him whenever he arrives and kisses his hand when he leaves. Oh, so sweet. Uh, when so she still remembers him then. She, yeah, she has dementia. <laughs> she knows that this person, is na- his name is Jack, and that she has affection towards him, but she doesn't really remember who he oh, is in her life. That's so sad. I know. And when asked the secret of their long, happy marriage, Potter told his local newspaper that it just came down to a few simple words. Our motto is, Ki sera sera, which is, whatever will be, will be. <laughs> So cute. And there's a picture of them reading a diary oh. together. You want to see? Oh, okay. We'll post this up for you guys. This that is, is the sweetest I photo can. I've ever seen. Wow. I can just stare at this photo it's for so it cute. and just cry. Like, so they, like, he reached out once he saw the notebook because it's. Maybe. Oh. Yeah. But I'm sure, like, the Copper Beaches home knew about their story and they probably yeah. reached out to the local newspaper and told so them about sweet. it. I love these stories. Of, I know. Like, older love mm-hmm. but it breaks my heart because like he loves her so much that for how many years 20 
so in 2007 she moved into the home so now like 12 years now if yeah. they're still around the yeah. story was written in 2013 yeah um that he would go there every day and try to like wake his yeah. wife up essentially or uh. just remember stories and she has no idea how much he loved her but they're together so that's all that matters it's true yeah oh I hope that they're still alive and well. I'm yeah. scared to Google about don't, them. Yeah, don't do I, I don't think I can handle that. <laughs> oh, that was really sweet, though. I'm really yeah. glad that he's still so dedicated to her, even though he doesn't really... He doesn't need to. He doesn't need to. But it's very sweet. Yeah. It's very sweet. Well, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> BRB. <laughs> necessary okay well (laughs) and that's the end of episode 29 Uh, is it episode 29 yes okay cool we hope you enjoyed this week's episode and if you did please rate subscribe and review us on apple Podcasts. let us know what you think Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> um, as always, we'd like we'd love to hear stories from you, your friends. Either Do we have to copyright that shit? I think it's less than fifteen seconds. It's oh, okay. so it's okay. All right, cool. All right. Um, <laughs> please don't sue us. <laughs> we have no money. Um, <laughs> we'd love to hear your stories, either the love stories or horror stories, and if it's your story or your friend's story, colleague story, whatever, please send them to us at the notebook podcast at gmail.com and uh, let us know if you want to be anonymous and we'll make up fake names for you. We'll try. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And of course, you can now listen to us on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, which we're updating regularly. So we'll be putting up the photo of Phyllis and Jack. Um, and then you can find all this information on our website at thenotbookpodcast.com. And of course, please tell your friends and colleagues and neighbors about our podcast. Um, and yeah, it, I think we are pretty funny. You if you like a little laugh on your weekends, we're we're okay. We're we alright. Your friend, please. Uh, anyways, please keep listening because yes. we need friends. Um, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep listening because because yeah. we're we're gonna cool. come. We're gonna be back next Sunday. Yes, we'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> Fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds. <laughs> I'm only doing this because I know Amy's editing this episode. Ugh, <laughs> the worst. Love you. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>